Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Hi, welcome to this week's episode of Tag Talk. My name is Kylie. Our names are on again. I'm so sorry. Give me one. <laughs> I was ready to do my like trademark. Like. Uh, there we go. And now our names are there. My name is Kylie. This is Haley. Let's start it all over. We have an exciting episode today. But before that, I need to let you know I have snacks. If you don't know, we had a bit of a scare last week. Uh, my blood sugar dropped in the middle of Tag Talk. But you know what? I was fine and I'm going to be fine this week, but I have snacks just to make everything a little less stressful for you guys. There will be no passing out on my watch, guys. No passing out. None. It'll not happen. We're we're safe. Uh, today, we're just going to preview full gear, a bit of a relaxed episode. We're just going to kind of talk about it, maybe talk about some things we'd like to see, some things we wouldn't like to see. We're just going to take it easy. And of course, we want you guys to be as involved as possible. So if you want to make sure that your comment, your question is right on air, make sure to send a super chat and we'll do that. Um, and yeah, it's just going to be a good episode. Haley, how are you? Um, I'm great. You know, I've had a bit of a day, but this is always the best part of my day. I love Tag Talk. Love the viewers. Love you. It's just, it's going to be exciting. Kaden? Don't okay. say that because I'm going to come and I'm going to super kick you with these. <laughs> If you guys don't know, Caden is our good friend here at Fightful Overbooked, and he also lives not that far from me. We live in the same state. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to beat him up and before full gear so he can't make the trip. That's it. Um, <laughs> I don't know why I said that. YouTube's going to be like, absolutely not, but it's fine. It's fine. It's, well, a, it's, it's all in the day's work. <laughs> anyway... Anyway, um, so two things that are definitely on the agenda for today. We're going to talk about William Regal and John Moxley because that's weird. And also the return of the elite because we're super stoked for it. If you know anything about me and Haley, you know we are elite super fans. It's it's just who we are. It's our gimmick. Obvious? I mean, like. <laughs> that's just who we are. We've been officially labeled as the elite super fans. Anytime there's like any big elite news, my mentions are just. With people being like, are you okay? <laughs> are you alive? Are you alive? Oh I'm fine, guys. <laughs> um, anyway, as I was saying, Haley, I'm going to leave it up to you. Should we start with the Elite or should we start with Moxley? I think we start with Mox and Regal. Okay. Well, so what happened was, <laughs> we weren't going <laughs> to talk about this, but yesterday we filmed 
uh, a full gear preview with our good friend, Mr. Warren Hayes, which go to my Twitter or Haley's Twitter or at Mr. Warren Hayes to see that. Uh, it was a really great podcast. It was such a great time. But Haley brought up a really interesting sort of theory. And I'm really interested to see what you guys have to say about it, too. Uh, the build to Moxley and MJF, William Regal has kind of been instrumental in it. He's really been pushing MJF and saying, you're not good enough. You're not good enough. Blah, blah, blah. So I won't take your thunder, Haley. Explain your theory. So my theory is we've kind of gotten little teases that like maybe Regal is going to turn on Mox or the BCC. Uh, you know, we'll find out. But I'm curious to find out if the reason that MJF wins the title is if Regal turns during the match and hands MJF his breast knucks and there we go. I don't know. I feel like it'd be really interesting and I feel like um, it's a different layer to the BCC. Mm-hmm. Um, and we talked about this yesterday with Warren, but we're kind of also sick of the like BCC JAS storyline. So oh. anything to like direct us elsewhere is so great in my opinion. <laughs> Honestly, I a hundred percent agree. And it's weird because there's been all this drama in the BCC, but Moxley mm-hmm. has kind of like not really been involved. Yeah. It's mainly Danielson and Yuta. And of course, William Regal's there and he's annoyed because they're, you know, being annoying and they're supposed to be this like, conventional little fight club thing but i think it would be really interesting because you would think if regal turns on moxley then that means the bcc has to turn on moxley so and you know you could kick moxley out he's always a lone dog him being in a faction it it works but like he doesn't need to be there uh so I think it would be really interesting because then you really open it up. You could do Moxley and Eddie Kingston reuniting and taking on like Danielson and Claudio. And you could have Wheeler Yuta go to ROH. Like he doesn't need to be involved in that. And that would be so fun. Like there's so many ways you could go with it. And if they're not going to do BCC uh, going for the trios titles or BCC versus the elite or something along those lines, I almost want this more than that like when you said this yesterday i was like you know what that would actually be super cool and it'd be cool for moxley to have that wrinkle in the story and if he gets hit with the brass knuckles you could do like an injury story and he can go on his vacation and then come back eventually but i don't know i think it'd be fun and i think it adds another layer to mjf's kind of like devil Mm -hmm. thing that he's got going on i love I, i again i talked about this yesterday too but i just love how he's come back and kind of really embraced the whole like devil shtick. I just think it's so cool. I have to say hello to another one of our good friends, Jackie at Elite POV. Go check them out too. So now you guys, you have homework. Go to Mr. Warren Hayes, Elite POV. That's, you know, you support us, you can support our friends too. We love but back, back to the BCC. Um, I'm with you on the JAS thing. I think the JAS, I agree that there's been some good things about the JAS. I think we've really got to see 2.0 come out of their shells. I'd like to see Anna J doing something a little bit different. Not that she's been booked well in the JAS, but that's for another time. But I almost think that it's kind of run its course. And maybe you guys in the chat, maybe you disagree with me. 
But Chris Jericho being ROH world champion, and I expect him to retain at full gear. It like it's almost like okay, like there's no need for it now if he's going to go off and do ROH things. Yeah. Um, I really think the people in the JAS have outgrown the JAS, especially well, especially 2.0, and also Anna J. But if you look at like Sammy Guevara. I was about to be like, you know, I wasn't going to say it, though. <laughs> I kept it to myself. I'm going to be honest with you, Haley, and honest with the chat. Sammy Guevara and Ty need to be split up because yeah. I don't think it works. And I think Sammy Guevara, they need to do some real soul searching there. And I think Sammy Guevara being tied to Chris Jericho as like this little minion of Chris Jericho's who can never escape him, even though other people have like graduated past Chris Jericho. Um I don't know, like take him off TV, put him in ROH for a little bit, like do something with him. But the JAS thing of them being these annoying sports entertainers, it doesn't work for Sammy Guevara. And I think it's because he has like, <laughs> like real life heat. Like yeah. people genuinely dislike him as a person and think that he's um, immature, I guess I'll say. And it's really doing a disservice to Ty Mello. So I don't know, take him off TV, have him do something else. And I would love to see Ty Mello do something for herself. Yeah. I know it's like a weird concept, guys. But Ty Mello wrestling, like, I don't know, Soraya, giving her that dream match or something. I mean, I when was the cool. last time she had like a super prominent spot? Her match against Britt? Maybe. Or when did uh, Ty wrestle um, Jade? Ooh, I that forgot was, that happened. Or was that double or nothing? I, I don't know. Regardless, it's been m multiple months since she's yeah. had, a, like, her own uh, spot that isn't tied to Sammy. Anna J too. You could say the same for Anna J. And 2.0, I'm fine being honest. The tag division has kind of been robbed by the trios division. Like, a lot of the people who were in the tag division, Lucha Bros, House of Black, blah, blah, blah. They're now trios. So, like, the tag division is kind of starved for talent, if we're being honest and open here. So stick 2.0 in there and get rid of the JAS gimmick. Let them come into their own, and they'll be fine. And if you want another Chris Jericho faction, whatever, like, give them the firm. Like, oh, shoot. Oh. <laughs> you, Let's you surpass the need for the firm. <laughs> yeah, but I think it'd be fun, like, Chris Jericho and Stokely on the mic together. Like, just being absolute idiots to each other. Don't do Stokely like that. <laughs> Listen, the firm, I fully believe the firm's primary purpose is to get Ethan Page over. Oh, yeah. I really do believe that. And I think it's working. Um, and we talked about this a little bit yesterday with Warren. That a what is it even called this thing? The AW Qualifier Tournament? thing yeah well whatever it is whatever it is um i think the finals of that are going to be ethan page and ricky starks uh, mm -hmm. i think those are the two guys that fans have really said these guys are super underrated like we really want these guys to do something and i think ethan page you know should ditch the firm before he like goes for the world title so i don't know make it happen i mean i'm all for it i'm a big ethan page fan i'm a big ricky starks fan as well um so i hope that's what we get 
out of Full Gear, um, and I think that it's only going to elevate the both of them. So, Our other good friend, Mike Klinsky, boy, could we tell you stories about this man. Um, <laughs> <laughs> 2.0 Mike. is super charismatic in their blast and they're they could bring a different look to the tag division. I really agree, because if you look at the tag division, there's no more Jurassic Express. Um, there's no more Santana and Ortiz, proud and powerful, whatever they were. Because uh, Santana's injured, and I don't want to speak on their personal feelings toward each other. Blackpool Combat Club was never really in the tag division. <laughs> They're just kind of like friends that just fight together. I don't know. The elite are presumably going to be trios. Dark Presum- Order is God knows where. <laughs> Dark Order is <laughs> like, gone. Who knows? Uh, Graham says JS is overplayed, but you stand Dark Order. Let's talk about this. Because I think we need to have some context here. Thank you for the super chat, by the way. And I think this is a really good line of thought. We love the Dark Order here on Tag Talk. I think that's undeniable. But I think the Dark Order, if we're being objective, the Dark Order serves a bigger purpose than the JAS. And I think the Dark Order deserves more than what they've gotten. Um, And I know Haley probably agrees with that. And I think, objectively, the Dark Order is more of a cohesive faction than the JAS. Despite them having, like, zero members, it's true. Why? Listen, this is another good point. Why isn't the Dark Order recruited anymore? And there's so many people they could recruit that would fit. And it'd be so much fun. And you don't even need to have people in there permanently. Like, as long as you have, like, Evil Uno and silver reynolds like people can cycle in and out and it'd be a lot of fun and i think aw fans really love the dark order and i almost um back when the all-out situation happened and they did um the first match was like best friends mm-hmm. and uh death triangle and then dark order was like in the mix because those were like the three tr- trios that were still hanging around uh I saw a lot of people who wanted Best Friends and a lot of people who wanted Dark Order. Like, those are AEW OGs who are not getting their due. At least, in my opinion, they're not getting their due. Uh, So, I almost think... I think the Dark Order and Hangman, I don't think that's done. Um, I think Hangman's injury has kind of, like, derailed the story there. But I do think eventually the Dark Order and Hangman are going to circle back around to the Elite. And I think that's what we're building for. In the meantime, though, I mean, since we're talking about tag teams in the in the division, I don't understand why we haven't had anything with Silver and Reynolds. I love that. Yeah, I think they're such a good tag team, and I, I don't understand like why aren't we giving them anything? Yeah, and it's weird because if uh, and people in the chat, if you've ever been to an AW show live, you know that there's they're universally beloved Silver and Reynolds. They're never anybody's like favorite tag team or favorite wrestler. But they're always, like, in the minds of people. And the Johnny Hungy shake an arena every time. we got a couple more Super Chats. Uh, John, thank you for the super, t- uh, the super Chat. He says, who would be your dream through your recruits to the Dark Order? And when is Johnny getting his hands on a belt? You're both mm-hmm. super cute. Love you. Thank you so much. We love you, too. My dream three recruits to the Dark Order. And this is going to be controversial, but I think. <laughs> oh, God. Bear with me. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Dan Housen. Dan Housen? Yes, listen. I have a, I have a uh, Yeah, same. Yeah, okay. Hook. Okay. Dan Housen and Hook. 
and Lance Archer. <laughs> I was with you for <laughs> I was with you, then you lost me. I agree with Dan. I, Housen, you. I like the I like the direction that they're taking Dan Housen in. I think he's he kind of has that vibe, like that like goofy kind of thing. But they're also taking him a little bit darker and more serious. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, you know, that that's what the Dark Order needs. And I hope they really I hope they circle around back to hook for Dan Housen. I think that'd be a lot of fun. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. So I would love much. to see the hook with his chips being like, dude, what the heck? Like, this is not who I thought you were. It'd be really cool. And also, oh, yeah. shout out to another friend of Tag Talk, Luke, says, I miss when Dark Order had an army of minions. I so, oh, good. Listen. And now, guys, Lance Archer in the Dark Order would be fun. Stop making fun of me. You're making fun. <laughs> you guys, Lance Archer. And being okay. like, listen, if you put him in a tag match, okay, I don't think this, listen, Lance Archer teaming with Johnny Hungy. Listen, you guys don't think that'd be fun? Okay, but I also think that, like the Dark Order kind of needs that like big brooding like character. Like they have Uno, but like they need like a big, big and brooding though. No, Uno's but they need like a big, you know. And like talking about underrated talent, Eva Luno. Why? Yeah, it's. I feel like this every time we do tag talk, it just turns into like us like gushing about the Dark Order and like why they aren't doing anything and like how upset we are by it. But we can't help it. Um. Why? Listen, guys. Lance Archer and the Dark Order is good. <laughs> They're still going on. A- <laughs> I I'm very sorry you don't see the vision, but if it was on TV, you would love it. I'm sorry. Uh, listen, but going back. Back to tag teams. Um, Hookhausen. What happened to Hookhausen? Did I miss it? No, I don't think so. I think they just. Wow, love that for us. But I love Hookhausen. I and I really do think we're circling back to it. But I'll leave that for another time. But coming back to full gear, moving away from our Lance Archer slander talk. <laughs> um, <coughs> excuse me. Uh, I. Okay, I'm just going to ask because I think that's how we do this. I did a poll today before we went live. And let me find it. (laughs) Wow, you're so prepared. Okay. Um, Will the Elite return at Full Gear? Or will the Elite return before Full Gear, presumably on Dynamite, and wrestle at Full Gear? And 65% of you think they're returning at Full Gear. But 35% think before Full Gear. So I just kind of want to run through these different theories to see where we land as a group. Okay. We love a collaborative effort with our chat. We love a good conspiracy. <laughs> so Haley is a proponent of before full gear. Yeah. Why? Okay. So I feel like the teases and the vignettes were a ruse. I think that we may see them on Dynamite uh, this week. And I think we're going to set up the match with Death Triangle. 
um, for the trios at Full Gear. Um, regardless, I think they're going to wrestle there, but then I think that we're going to see House of Black return and then set up something there, at least kickstart some kind of feud there. Mm-hmm. And I'm excited for that. Um, I know that's not like, you know, in the works publicly right now. We don't know, but I think that there are a lot of matchups that we could get there, especially with you know, Buddy and Nick Jackson. I, I've been a big proponent of that. Malachi could get um, an easy win over them, which I feel like is something that he needs as well. Um, so I'm just, that's that's what I think. But Yeah, no. and also Mike says, isn't Rampage live this week? Could be an interesting Friday night. I definitely agree. Um, I think it's tricky because in, you know, conventional business you would want them to return first and then you can you know advertise their return match you can build a story like really bum up pay-per-view buys but i think and maybe this is where i go a little bit i'm on team return at full gear um it's basically the vignettes have their full gear vignettes like there's wheels and gears and all the sort of stuff um and I almost feel like that's enough of a confirmation that you could draw people to the pay-per-view on that alone. And I think AW fans like that. I think they don't like, um, they like returns to be big and like on a big stage. And so I think they want that with the elite, but the house of black really throws a wrench in the works because it's, I don't think it's a coincidence that the house of black and the elite are doing video packages, teasing their returns at the same time. So there's going to be a clash there at some point. I don't think that you should have them both return at full gear. It's a little bit weird. And I mean, maybe you could um, if the elite, you know, I think the elite will be unanimously cheered. I think there'll be very few people who are going to boo the elite. Um, But I don't know. It's like such a sticky situation. And like, I would save the elites return for full gear because it's a big stage. But then again, it's like, like, how would you do with that with the house of black looming? I mean, I guess you could do it either way, though. Like, if you had the House of Black take, in my theory, the elite spot and have them do the match and then have them go over Death Triangle and get, like, a super big win at full gear, like, that would mean a lot to them and then set up it, set it up that way. Um, I guess it could go either way. Yeah, and that's sort of what Jackie's mentioning in the chat. She's House of Black return on Dynamite. That would be interesting. Um, House of Black and Death Triangle, I don't, they had a lot of matches, especially over the summer. And I think fans really enjoy those matches. So I don't think there's a problem doing running that again and like saying on Dynamite, we're going to do this. Um, I think the dissolution of Death Triangle is imminent, especially this whole hammer story, whatever we're doing with the hammer. Um, and it would be cool to see maybe at full gear House of Black win the trios titles and then get challenged by the elite, the returning elite. I think that would be cool. Um, but then you could do it the other way too. <laughs> you could have the elite win the trios titles and then have House of Black challenge them. So like there's so much uncertainty and unpredictability. And I feel like this is really what AW has been missing. I feel like all out, I enjoyed it. It was an okay show, but I think there was a lot of predictability and a lot of results that were unfavorable. But I think full gear with this whole elite thing, the BCC being up in the air, 
all these women's stories, which we'll get to in a minute, I really, I'm digging it. I'm, I'm liking that we can sit here and think like this about AEW again. Yeah, and I think with the investigations and everything over, like, it's a fresh start, you know? I yeah. feel like the time was taken up with all of that, and some things got neglected, but, like, we can get on track now. Like, we're on a good path. Like, I feel like, oh, I'm okay. You. Okay, good. I was like, I worried for a second. I was like, oh god, let's call nine one one. But anyway, I feel like we're on track where we're supposed to be, and we can finally kind of, you know, look to the future, not the past. So we can come back to the elite in a little bit, guys. But I was, I have a spreadsheet of <laughs> the full gears card because you know our little friend group. We do our predictions. Um, but I looked down because I was like, let me make sure that I'm like hitting all my points about what's happening in the pay-per-view. Darby Allen and Sting versus Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal. Do we have to? <laughs> I think... I, I want to talk about Darby Allen. I don't care about Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal. Goodbye. Whatever. It is what it is. Like, there's I can't one half of this match. They're just going to be on my TV and that's it. But Darby Allen and Sting, guys, I have thoughts about Darby Allen and Sting. And I, I... They're a little bit controversial, but let me... Hear me out, okay? Hear me out. Uh, I think Darby Allen has stagnated, which is a rough, a tough pill to swallow, I think, for a lot of people. I think if you look at Darby during his TNT title run and you compare it to now, crowds, he still gets good crowd reactions. The fans like him. He's popular. He sells a lot of merch. But I don't think he's nearly as hot, which is fine because cycle, uh, talent cycle. I get it. But I almost feel like Darby Allen needs to turn heel and beat up Sting. And every time I tell someone this, they're like, why would you do that to poor Darby Allen and poor Sting? A heel Darby Allen would be cool. I'm sorry. It really would be. And I think he needs a character refresh. He needs, like, you know, some Febreze in there. And I think this is a good way to do it. Yeah, I I still think that I'm not trying to slander Sammy Guevara, but I do think that Darby is still, like, a notch ahead of him. But I do think that, like, on term in terms of, like, story and just like character wise like they they both need something um so yeah. i would love to see that why not you know and i think it's a, you know if you look at the four pillars mjf sammy darby and jungle boy mjf's getting a world title shot on this pay-per-view jungle boys in a steel cage with luchasaurus still feuding okay. with christian cage but i think it's like i think it's a decent feud and i really like the jungle boy is going to be able to show off like a rougher side of himself in a steel cage Sammy is Sammy. I don't know how you fix Sammy Guevara. Sorry, not sorry. But Darby Allen, he's been this face, this baby face. Um, he drives people around in body bags. Like, there's there's an edge there. And it would be cool to see him turn on Sting and be like, you're the reason why I'm not getting the success that I want. You're the reason why I'm wrestling Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal. I'm fighting, <laughs> <laughs> I'm fighting your battles yeah. and ways that don't serve me. I don't know. I think it'd be cool. No, I agree. Um, this match, I'm not interested, and I won't be interested unless we get something out of it like that. Um, it just doesn't serve me. I don't think I'm not, you know. The nostalgia just doesn't get to me like it does to other people, but that's okay. And I get the nostalgia because um, I haven't talked about it in a long time, but I'm an old school TNA wrestling fan. Um, old school. 
there, there's a period of time where TNA is not watchable and then it becomes impact and we're okay. I, if people, if you know, you know, okay. If you know, you know, Uh, but I don't know. I think Darby and Sting is, it was an interesting tag team father and son dynamic, but I don't know. Darby's outgrown it. I guess that's my conclusion. Darby has outgrown it. It's true. And you know what? It's time to move on. That's okay. Oh God, here we go. Super chat from Ryan, our good friend. Uh, another dad joke. Oh. Work made me late, but I'm here with the jokes. How does a BuzzFeed writer catch fish? How does a BuzzFeed writer catch fish? Yeah. Clickbait. 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 I'm a writer, so you can't do this to me. That's my... <laughs> uh, just a reminder, guys, if you want your comment read on air your statement your dad joke whatever it might be make sure to send a super chat and we will read every single one thank you so much ryan for your super chat and your dad joke you need to get a little better though because Haley got that one so i need some i need some intelligence here you know what (laughs) are you saying i'm not intelligent kylie no oh my god i'm leaving i'm done tag talk is breaking up (laughs) this is our last show um goodbye um back to jeff jarrett though (laughs) um i'm not excited for this match i'll only be excited for it if we get a good story element out of it that's what i want and i'm what i say (laughs) well no and i'm still annoyed we never got to see warlow and satnam singh i know what the heck it was right there an open goal but i'm not i'm not gonna do a warlow rant because we'll be here for hours (laughs) <laughs> uh, oh aw tag team championship match guys listen the acclaimed versus swerve in our glory it's cool it's fun why are we doing it again i just hope that at this point we see the dissolution of swerve in our glory yes and that's all i think that we're gonna get out of this match i mean obviously it's gonna be a great match great teams high energy they put on every time they're in the ring but we've seen it twice so give us something and i just we need the dissolution we've gotten hints for weeks actually since they've even you know become a team so i'm ready i think the world is ready (laughs) and i think i think the acclaimed winning here and finally putting that rivalry to bed proving that they're number one in the tap division I think that's good for the acclaimed. And like you said, I think breaking up Swerve in Our Glory is just a good idea, personally, because Swerve has the potential to be a top-level heel, and AW really needs that uh, because MJF is off doing this, I'm the devil, but I get cheered thing, which is good. I'm not slandering MJF. Please don't slander me. Yeah, she is. But I don't know, just like a dastardly heel. AW doesn't really have one. Like, oh, we got another. Okay, dad joke. Ryan says, what do you call a writer who writes naked? Excuse me? I don't know. What is this? <laughs> oh, no. You have a guess? No. He was afraid of capitalism. <laughs> what is this joke? <laughs> trying to combine art. <laughs> what is this joke? What do you call a writer who writes naked? He was afraid of capitalism. What does that mean? I feel stupid. <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, 
anyway. Anyway, good joke, Ryan. Good joke. Yeah. Um, back to Swerve in Our Glory. Um, and I don't know, I don't know what you do with Keith Lee after that. Yeah. Um, I really, I mean, what do you, well, who's he gonna wrestle? Like, Luchasaurus? Or like, Lee? that'd be fun, but I don't know. I don't know. And I don't really care what you do with Keith Lee after that. Put him with Sammy Guevara and let him throw Sammy like you threw Adam Cole. Like, that'd be fun. Give us a program with Wardlow. Wardlow needs something. And I want Wardlow to really thrive without FTR. Can I just be honest here? I love FTR. I have an FTR tattoo. She's the biggest FTR, FTR stand. fan that I know. But I think FTR, I think the whole pinnacle just needs to go away. Just, 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 just. Just get rid of it. You don't need it. Back to the acclaimed, though. I really want to see the acclaimed get this win, and then uh, presumably they're going to wrestle FTR. I don't know. But I'm really excited to see the acclaimed in, like, a legitimate top-level world tag team title feud. Uh, I think the gun boys are cool, but they're the gun boys, the ass boys. I think Swerve and Our Glory are cool, but, like, they're not firing on all cylinders. There's tension there. And I would love to see the acclaimed really stand toe-to-toe with a team like FTR. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? No, I agree, especially with the state of the tag division right now and a lot mm-hmm. of teams being kind of thrust into the trios. Um, I feel like FTR is one of the really, one of the, I can't speak English today. My brain, I'm so sorry, you guys. Um, but one of the only tag teams that kind of has like, that credibility that the acclaimed I feel like need right now um so I'm down for that I don't know but then it's like people want FTR to be the champs okay we got dad jokes oh, sorry not again <laughs> right with another super chat right. dad jokes um why did Stalin only write in lowercase I feel like I don't want to answer it he it was the last one <laughs> he was afraid of capitalism. Okay, a little bit of a historic dad joke. And then a second dad joke. What do you call a writer who writes naked? I can An read expositionist. It. Wow. Two vaguely problematic dad jokes in there. <laughs> <laughs> but we love Ryan. Ryan we love you. Um, those, those thank nice. you for the super chat. You're probably our number one super chatter. <laughs> um, <laughs> so you definitely redeemed yourself. And thank you. But I was so I'm sorry I had to interrupt you, Haley. No, but, but I, I, I didn't want you to be on those dad jokes because I really wasn't understanding. And I, I didn't want you to look and see the dad jokes, so I had to really jump in there before you could guess them. Um, I'm full screen. Oh, oh, well, <laughs> then it was pointless. <laughs> anyway, um, but yeah, I think that's what the acclaimed need right now. Um, and I feel like it kind of gets into murky waters, though, because people really want to see FTR as champs. Mm-hmm. People really love the acclaimed as champs. So, like, what do we do there? You know, I don't know. Well, and I think, I don't think you really, I think it would be cool to see the AW fan base divided because mm-hmm. the acclaimed are like this beloved, goofy tag team, young. Home they girl. wrestle like, you know, new age wrestlers. And then you have FTR who are also beloved. But, they're more old school. They wrestle more old school. They talk on the mic more old school. I think uh, 
that sort of divide, you can do two baby face teams and it'd be fun. And I think the discussions that fans would have about it would be really, really interesting. Um, and I think the only teams in AW that could really pull that off are the acclaimed and FTR. I, and I was thinking about this today and I want to know your thoughts on it, Haley. I'm sorry to put you on the spot, but with the acclaimed being like the first homegrown AEW world tag team champions, what other um, like young up and coming AW tag teams do you think are going to thrive in 2023? I don't know if I want to answer it because I know it's going to be so controversial if I say it. Um, I'm afraid. <clears throat> I'm just going to say it. The guns. I think that there's potential for them to be like a really good heel tag team. Not right now, but I think that like with time and like I don't like that you're like dead side. I know I I had an answer I was expecting, uh, and I was gonna bring us back to the elite with that answer. And it wasn't that. No. <laughs> At all. Why would it be that? <laughs> well, what did you think I was gonna say? Private party. Oh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, private party. Um, okay, so just pretend I said nothing about the guns. Um, yeah, actually, it's private party. Um, you know, I feel like they are a team that also hasn't gotten their due. Um, especially after they wrestled the Bucks, mm-hmm. and we didn't really get to see anything after that. Then they got thrust into the Hardy family office and the Andrade family office, and like now we're just like switching back and forth, and we don't really see them a ton. Yeah. It. Um. Jason says, young teams that don't get younger than Top Flight. It, I love Top Flight. Top Flight. And I, when I met Top Flight, they are the most polite, the most gracious, most humble young men you will ever meet in your life. I love them. Uh, I just I'm don't know the status. So. I just don't know the status of Darius's injury. I just, yeah. I don't know. Um, I don't know. First of all, I don't know what the injury was exactly. And I don't know how long it takes to rehab something like that. And the fact that he had two injuries back-to-back, I would rather he take his sweet time with that because he is so young and so talented, and I don't want this to be, like, career-ending for him. So whenever he's ready, I'll take Darius back. He says Darius is wrestling Wednesday. Yeah. So, I don't know, maybe Top Flight in 2023 is their year. I don't know. But regardless, I think Dante Martin has had – an extraordinary rise in AEW. So hopefully Darius comes back and he can rise up to Dante's level. But back to Private Party. Uh, they did beat the Bucks and then they kind of disappeared from the face of the earth. And I was thinking about this the other day. And I don't know if Caden is still in the chat, but Caden and I talked about this. Um, when the Elite are done with trios, which I'm assuming they will eventually because Kenny Omega there's too many dream matches for Kenny Omega left on the table I would love to see us revisit the Young Bucks versus Private Party I think the Young Bucks really need to do that they're returning and I think it's undeniable that you know how do I say this delicately they're getting older and I would love to see them really pass the torch to Private Party like they intended to be and just younger tag teams in general you know because it's coming to a point where AEW has all of these teams and all of these performers in place, but you need to start building and growing on that now. Uh, you know, Mox isn't going to be there forever. 
uh, the Bucks aren't going to be there forever. Kenny, Danielson, mm-hmm. all of these top older guys and gals, they're not going to be there forever. So you got to start putting these people over. No, I definitely agree. And like looking at the card for full gear, um, I have it up and I'll just say some matches. I think Jade Cargill versus Nyla Rose, that's a match to build for the future. I think Nyla Rose uh, finally on screen being her Twitter persona. I think that's going to be so good for Nyla Rose and for the women's division. I love them. She really Jungle, does. Yeah, Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. That's Christian Cage got injured. I think it derailed it there. Um, Tony Storm and Jamie Hayter. Classic building for the future match. And But Soraya and Britt Baker, and I know this is a tag team show, but I really, really want to talk about Soraya and Britt Baker, if you guys don't mind. You were frozen for a second. I don't know what you said, Haley. I'm just sta- I'm just waiting for you to go. I, thought- <laughs> I was like, oh, she's just going to start on. Go ahead. Oh, oh, and yeah. Also, Mike says Abaddon broke her collarbone last night. She did. Um, at, at Warrior? Was it Warrior Wrestling? I don't remember where it was, but Abaddon broke their arm. Or their collarbone, not their arm. Um, I don't know, like, what the status is about that, though. But Sending love to Abaddon. So, yeah. Um. Soraya versus Britt Baker is so interesting to me because you have Soraya, who is ex-WWE, but beloved by former, you know, Indies fans, people who love Britt wrestling, all those sort of things. And she comes in AEW and immediately targets AEW's, you know, number one women's wrestler, Britt Baker. I think it's undeniable that Britt Baker is the face of that division. Uh, But Soraya says stuff like, I did the hustle and you didn't. I did all these years in the indies. I worked the merch table, blah, blah, blah. You didn't do any of this. And listen, an ex-WWE wrestler saying that to an AEW wrestler, I don't know. I think it strikes like a nerve with the fan base because AEW was founded on this, like, this idea that there's an alternative to WWE that you didn't have to, like, waste your young years on the indies to get like a coveted spot in the WWE. So yeah, it's right. Soraya versus Britt Baker is a dream match. And I think, I don't know. The vibes are weird. Britt's a heel, but like she gets more sympathy than Soraya does from the AW fan base. Perhaps double turn. I, it would be really interesting. I don't know guys. I think it'd be cool. (laughs) I mean, I do think it's interesting that some of the things that Soraya has been saying, when uh, there's no denying that people like Britt and Nyla and Riho helped build the AEW women's mm-hmm. division. And we really wouldn't have a division at all without these core women getting signed and having these matches and, you know, just really building themselves up and building the division up. We wouldn't have that. Um, so, so that's interesting to me. It, it kind of sticks out. Yeah, and we don't have AW women's tag titles, and I don't know if they're on the horizon. Um, but I do think Britt and Jamie Hayter, I don't think we're done there with that story. Um, and it would be it would be really interesting to see how they handle that if they do a double turn uh with Soraya and Britt, because then you have you Jamie Hayter, who I don't know if she's winning the title or not. I hope she does, but I don't know if she is or not. Um does Jamie Hayter turn face as well? Like, does Soraya get a backup to counter Jamie Hayter? Like, what do we do there? I feel like they're in a tough spot with Jamie too, though, because I feel like 
the crowd loves her so much that it's like forcing her face almost. You know what I mean? Like yeah. kind of like MJF, but not like MJF because MJF is always going to be a heel, and that's just how it is. But you know, like the same vibe. Um, yeah. But I feel like uh, it's almost forcing her face a little bit. And I think it would be, I don't know. I think if you face turn Brit, you can't go immediately into Brit versus Hater. Yeah. Because Brit's just going to get booed. And that's just how it's going to be. Um, but I do think, I think the AW women's division, this is the most interesting it's been in a long, long time. We have three matches on the full gear card, all of which, as of right now, are on the main card which is wild uh, by AW standards. Uh, And it's featuring a bunch of like super, super talented women. Like the women's division, like it's finally at a place where they're not developmental anymore. And all the talent who were developmental are long past that. And it has like the right mix of veterans and new talent. So I'm super excited for that. And I would love to see, not to go back to JAS, but like Ty Mello and Anna Jay be more involved with that. Abaddon when they come back from injury. Um, Athena is doing cool stuff on Dark with this heel turn thing. You got Sky Blue kicking around. Ruby Soho injured. Penelope. Bunny. Bunny is wrestling this week. I'm like, okay, Bunny, go get your match. Um, But yeah, it's just, it's super cool to see AW looking at the women's division and finally being like, okay, we're at a place now where we have enough. And this is going to sound so bad, like, top level talent and top level in Tony Khan's mind, not in mine to really put on great pay-per-view matches. And I think the bunnies return is interesting because we're butcher and blade. Where are they at? I know. I want butcher and blade to be on my TV. I want them to be mixed up with the tag division butcher and blade. They don't even need to give them the titles to be honest, butcher and blade versus the acclaims would be a cool dynamite match for the titles. Why don't they do it? It would. It's something different, and I think that Butcher and Blade don't get their due either, and it would be a great push for them. I 100% agree. So, I think we covered all the tag matches, at least the tag matches that have been announced while we're doing this. Um, for Full Gear, we covered the women's matches, we covered MJF, we covered Ethan Page, we covered the whole Full Gear card. But, I would like to give Haley the floor. I want you to give us a pep talk about the elite. I would like you to, I'm putting you on the spot. I, I want you, I want you to give us all your thoughts because Haley, a lot of times we text about the elite. And then we, you mean we like, talk, we talk, we talk about the elite all the time, but then we come on tag talk and it's very mellow. And I don't want this to be mellow because this is a big moment for us. I feel like I said all I had to say. I don't know. I look, I just, I really love the Elite. I'm excited to see where they go. I feel like there's so many kind of routes that they could take when they come back. And I'm, I'm really interested, first and foremost, to see kind of, are they going to return as the Elite? Are they going to be the Wayward Sons? Are we getting a new theme song? Like, what's happening here? Um, listen, if they come out to carry on my Wayward Son, listen, I'm quitting. I am leaving. <laughs> Kylie and I, if you don't know this about us, we're... Big Supernatural fans. (laughs) Yeah, uh, big Supernatural fans. Um, And so when we saw the trademark and they started talking about it, we were like, oh, like our worlds are colliding. Like, this is so weird. (laughs) In the weirdest way. I don't don't like it. 
I don't think I do either. <laughs> um, just a reminder while we wrap up, guys, if you want your question or comment right on the air, submit a super chat. There's lots of questions in the chat, but I I want to close on the elite in the House of Black. Sorry, guys. But um, and I had a whole thing I was going to say about the elite, and then you brought up Supernatural, and now I'm, like, stuck on it. If Can I ask you a question? Sure. <laughs> you never no, asked me questions. Ask you, who do you think is Sam, and who do you think is Dean? <laughs> I Matt, think okay, I won't talk no more. <laughs> I think Matt is Dean and Nick is Sam. Yeah, see, I knew you were gonna say that. See all the people who don't watch Supernatural are like, oh, who are these guys? You, like, you, know <laughs> you know what? I don't you watch the show for that. I now I can't stop thinking about them as the way we're done. And I don't know if this is a gimmick they're gonna do. You know what? Hold on. <laughs> Me looking for all my pins. Oh, you know what? Hold on, I got another one. <laughs> oh my god, it's Dean. Anyway. Um, but I don't know, like, if the Wayward Sons is going to be them, like, lost and confused, like, traveling through AEW, trying to find <laughs> their path. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. That's all so I know. All, all, and, and you know what? Jennifer, you're right. Kenny needs to come out in a trench coat. Because he is Castiel. He is Cas. You know what? The one-winged angel? He's literally Cas. Like, what are you talking about? A story like 20 years in the making. It's so true! <laughs> Listen, how do we campaign to get Misha to, like, be part of Kenny's entrance? You know what? I'll make it happen. I'll, I'll, I'll pull out, I'll pull out all, the, all the sources and stuff I have in the nonprofit world. I'll get in touch with his nonprofit, and we'll make it happen. You know what? I could probably never mind. But anyway, back to wrestling before we get too uh dragged up in this. Uh, the elite are returning, whether it's at full gear or whether it's dynamite, hopefully not at rampage. Uh it's gonna happen this week. And that means next week we're probably getting BTE. So our last non-BTE week. Hopefully. Hopefully they don't take this as an opportunity to be like, we're done with BTE, bye. Oh, <laughs> so many so many people like there would just be an uptick of like people running into traffic and anyway <laughs> me what <laughs> i would run into traffic i don't know what that was about guys um anyway it's the hot uh, chocolate. I'm sorry. but i also think um and i, I think this is going to be my closing thoughts on the matter i think the house of black julia hart should be the leader of the house of black I think the House of Black should recruit, recruit, recruit. They should be what the Dark Order tried to be. And they should, like, all these, like, lost souls, Butcher and the Blade, uh, Hook, maybe, <laughs> Darby, even. Um, they should be recruited into the House of Black. And I would love to see a group of AEW talent, whoever it is, I don't care much who it is, overtake the House of Black. I think it'd be fun. Just a little group of misfits, you know? Yeah, just a little squad led by Julia Hart. Because we love women. We love women. Women in power. Great. Um, I don't know anyway. what that was about. Anyway, <laughs> Haley, this is really derailing and derailing fast. I'm so what are sorry. your closing thoughts about Full Gear, about the Elite, about the Winchesters? What are your thoughts? Um, I don't know. This is the first pay-per-view from AEW that I've been 
super excited about in a long time, to be honest. Um, I think it's going to be a good show. There's good vibes, amazing matches. I just, I can't wait to see kind of where the future leads now that we, like I said, have left the past in the past, and now we're looking towards the future. Um, Yeah, let us know in the comments what match you guys are most excited for, or your kind of thoughts on the Elite House of Black matter. Um, Yeah. We love reading comments. Yeah, I I love reading comments. I love interacting with you guys. I also just have to say, um, I did a poll yesterday. Will the BCC turn on Moxley? 69% of you said no. 31% said yes. I was team yes. Haley was team yes. So next week, it's going to be a big I told you so episode of Tech Talk. (laughs) See, I'm not going to say that, but she said that. So, you know. It just is. Anyway. Oh, Haley, you have to do your plugs first before I do. All right. Uh, you guys can follow me on Twitter at Haley and underscore. Uh, I don't know how long I'm going to be on Twitter for, but, you know, you can follow me there to see what I'm up to. I do writing sometimes <laughs> for Body Slam. Uh, I'm an editor over at Nerds and Beyond. I write, like, wrestling-related things and nerdy stuff. So if you're into that kind of mix, I'm your gal. Uh Let's see. I also have a sub stack where if you're more into the wrestling side of things, you can subscribe to it. It's free. Um, I just kind of write about wrestling muses. It's called The Wrestling Muse. Um, yeah, that's that. You can follow me on Twitter at Fuller underscore Kylie. Um, I'm on Twitter for now. I don't know. Like, the algorithm sucks. So you might not even see my stuff if you follow me. Sorry. Um you can see us here on Tag Talk every Monday at 3, live on Fightful Overbooked. Like, if you're watching this after, of course, comment below. Just give us your thoughts and your ideas. We really do uh, use our interaction with you guys to formulate future episodes. So it's really important that you engage. Uh, like this video. Subscribe to Fightful Overbooked. There's tons of great content on Fightful Overbooked. Jeremy, who's like our leader here at Fightful Overbooked, our boss, he uh, just posted a thread on Twitter about all the shows that were on Fightful Overbook last week. So go engage with that content. Meet some new people. Watch some new content. It'll be a lot of fun. We're so excited for full, for full gear. It's going to be a great pay-per-view. I'm so excited to see AW being interesting again. Sorry. AW is always better than a lot of other promotions, but let's be honest. It's been a rough six months, guys. It has. Um all that being said, thank you guys so much for watching and tuning in to our Full Gear preview show. We're so excited for the Elite, and William Regal is turning on John Moxley. 100%. Bye. See you next week. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.